Welcome to Transformational Tuesdays, where everyday choices can transform your life. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and I'm here with intuitive healer, Elisa Nicole. Call 516-418-5651 at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time with your questions and let Elisa guide you into transformation. We'll take your calls for the next 30 minutes at 516-418-5651. So sit back and prepare yourself for the real deal. Well, first of all, it's not Tuesday in case anybody's listening going, wait a minute, I'm listening, it's Wednesday. Um, And if you're listening live, you know it's not Tuesday. But I will fix that later. And I'll tell you, the reason that we're not doing this on Tuesday is because Elisa is so busy with her clients calling her and asking for um, advice and help and getting uh, healing from her that she can't always be pinned down on Tuesdays anymore. So we're now just doing transformations with Elisa And it's kind of like our on-demand show because we will just take it when we get it. And we're just grateful to have you here, Lisa. Um, To answer the text you asked me a minute ago, no, we just have one caller right now. And that's Jessica, who's called here a couple of times before from Pennsylvania. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to give us a spirit lesson or if you wanted to do a reading first or how you want to handle this. Well, I actually wanted to talk about the theme of the week because synchronicity seems to be going along with people's healings, which it always has been. And it's interesting because even where I am in my writings and the downloads that are coming to me and even my own actual experience that I'm going through, the lessons that are appearing have been kind of universal for many, many people, especially the men right now. I've noticed a lot of men coming for healing and they'll come in for like massage and it ends up being that they're wanting to learn how to step out of their ego into their heart without having to feel that the programming and conditions that they've always been taught since they're little boys and they're, these are grown men like in their 50s, 60s, 70s, even 80s, that all that programming and conditioning that they had once learned is not working anymore. And how do they go about adjusting and reprogramming to be more in their heart and allowing their feelings to be shown without feeling that they're weak? And it's so interesting because Mount Shasta, when I was there, there was a person in our group who's an amazing healer and himself and he is a warrior energy with a huge heart, kind of like, I say, like Archangel Michael. And oh, wow. the words and wisdom that comes out is so powerful because he's a very manly man, yet he's also very heartfelt and guided and lives his every day in that space. And he teaches people. But I told him, you need to do a group with men and teach them how to come into their heart, be more open, not so emotionally disconnected and closed down because most men don't know how to allow. Well, and and I mean, this is what I'm seeing. Okay. I mean, there's women too who can be emotionally shut down, but there's a lot of men that were taught. If you show yourself crying or show yourself loving or being compassionate without having that little rough edge, then you're weak. And the men are speaking up and really coming forward with that. And that has been like the theme of the week with the, with the men who are showing up. You know, it wasn't really the woman. So it's just very interesting that this is all happening. But what was coming to me intuitively is old programming, old conditions, what we were once connected to to do for the others in our life, like our loved ones and you know, our children, our parents, our friends, our relationships just in general in the workspace or wherever we are, that we were giving more instead of receiving or doing what was best for the self based on truth. And it's almost as if people have lowered to their left 
to go along to get along instead of being their strengths and their full power of integrity and loyalty and their moral compass is what I call it. And taking place where people are wanting to release that ego connection coming back into the moral compass and the truth of who they are, being able to freely feel comfortable speaking it and being it and living in the truth of not wanting to engage with people in this lower frequency or this, this lack area of life. And it's so powerful to see that the men are being affected in such a depth, you know, of their core kind of way to come up and release what they normal, like what was normal to them, like a competition or going along to get along or just being quiet, even though they felt something different or just not being able to speak their heart truth. And they're crying on the table. I mean, these are grown, strong men crying on the table, asking for advice and guidance on how do I do what I love with my, in myself without feeling that I'm going to disappoint the others. And it's about taking your power back and taking the reins of your life and navigating through with what you know to be your truth it's it's almost like it's a consideration instead of obligation, and that's what I'm kind of, you know, coming to understand is the theme of this week is consideration versus obligation. Consider yourself. Be in reflection of your truth and really live in those healthy boundaries because it's not what other people want for us in order for us to be in their energy and to have relationships with them. It's what we know to be healthy and the truth for the self. And that's what I see happening. So we can go on and take the caller. And okay. But I, I just wanted to comment. I, I really like what you said about consideration rather than obligation. I thought that that to me is very powerful. Yes. Well, you know, look, it's about considering people's feelings at the same time, but also respecting and standing in your own truth because I just I just see even for myself, we lower ourselves to be accepted on people's terms or conditions that are not healthy for us. But we do it because we think that that's love. And love doesn't hurt. And love doesn't come with conditions of somebody being in control over you to have love exchanged between people. It comes with an openness of unconditional and not hurt and pain, but just being with healthy boundaries. And that's what, you know, it's it's almost as if, okay, this is what I learned. When you're with the right people, when you're with people who are in the moral compass and navigating life through in your daily every day, there's so much flow and joy and happiness, togetherness without any effort. It just is so it just is. It's as if you're standing there in this beautiful space of just being. And you don't have to change who you are. You can wear what you choose. You can be what you are. You can, you know, just be the act silly or, or do whatever it is that that's organically healthy. And you do this as a collective all having fun. And it's, it's like this freedom that happens where there's not a – this box that we're living into to not upset somebody. We're just living, and when you're all on the same moral compass, there's nothing to really have to close out to be careful of. You know, you can just live how you are, exactly as you are. And that is where we're all heading to, is just be who you are without the judgment or the conditions or the programming that this is the only okay and this is how we do it and this is what we wear. And, this, you know, it's, the, it's all these different things that we've been conditioned to believe that may not be comfortable for that one person and just be comfortable doing how you are as you are. So it's just, it's just such a different perspective when you're standing with this, with people who are on that same platform as you to just be fully who you are and be present, having fun and laughter and joy. And this is what I'm starting to see. People are, are starting to turn to, ask for through me as you know when they come for help is 
how do we live like you do in so much joy and happiness every day when we're struggling with our family and, you know, we're not complying to their expectations anymore or their rules and friends and there's all this conflict going on and I don't want to live in this conflict anymore. I want to be where I can just feel that we're all here together enjoying life. And so, you know, of course, I always say to the divine, you've got to put me through it first to understand how to navigate through. But it's not an easy way of of release when we're so conditioned and attached to programming. So it's about stepping back and disconnecting and really standing as the observer of the self to look at the situation of what are my cycles of behavior and and my reactions that I have done my entire life that's not healthy, but I keep repeating it with all these other people. And that's kind of the reflection of what I see people doing. It's like, wow, I didn't realize that I was in a friendship that was not for my highest good because I always just succumb to their demands, even though I didn't really want to do that. I always just did it so I could keep that friendship or that family member, or whatever it exactly. is. So yeah. It's just more of a clarity coming through of, do I want to lower myself to their last, or do I want to stand in my heightened truth of my happiness and joy, which means that you're standing with the elevated people all in that same kind of frequency of space, and that feels so good when you're together with people who share the same frequency. And this is what I teach the people because, but it's hard. It's like, well, where do you find them? Well, when you shift your frequency, they just show up. And the people they that don't shift your frequency, they literally fall away. And yeah, that's, I think what we try to hold on to is, you know, when you come with this full heart or you come forward with this moral compass, and others are not standing there. They're standing in the expectations, the obligations, what they think the programming is because it was created through, you know, how we we always did life. And now that things are shifting and changing, the ones that are closest to us can't understand who we are anymore or what's happening because how can you live every day happy? Because we were taught to live. I, I would say when we have a celebration like a birthday or a marriage or something like that, that's a day of celebration. But at the same time, we live for that one moment. But why can't you live that moment every day? And then when that turmoil comes, that that's the one that's the rarest form, that that's the one that doesn't really happen very often. And then how do you navigate through that one turmoil? Because we've learned to live in turmoil and chaos to think that that's normal. It's not. It's not. So, and, and I'm experiencing anyways. So that's, that's the lesson for this week is to step out of the programming and be the observer and just be the observer to, to your patterns, the patterns that you've always been pulled into with people based on what their expectations or what you got used to in order to have relationships with them. And, and when you really look back and stand back and reflect, you realize that a lot of things are not really healthy and they might say the same thing too about you and that's okay. It just means you're not in alignment. And so yeah. to become in alignment, it's about becoming in that moral compass and those values of where you do align with those people. And unfortunately, you know, that's the shift that's happening to remove even family members and friendships and, you know, people that you once had in your life to realize that it's a sacrifice either way. You either sacrifice to be in that lack with them or you sacrifice yourself to be alone in your peace and your joy but yes, sometimes you feel like, okay, I'm releasing everything I've ever known and it's lonely. But at the same time, it's also a reset time to bring in the right people. And we are all going through this shift. I mean, as a collective, we're all going through it because people are coming to me telling me, gosh, my, I can't talk to family. There's this big separation. There's all this stuff happening. Their belief systems are this way. Mine are this way. There's all these conflicts going on, but we're not supposed to live in those conflicts. We're supposed to live in love. And love is unconditional. And love doesn't hurt. So it's bringing people together in a space of energy, like frequency. And if people don't understand where you are, then that means 
they that just shows you that you're not there anymore on that platform. That's all. And it's okay. They can choose to come up or not, or you can choose to go down or not. And I would rather not go down. I mean, that's just me. I would rather stay here where I am in the happiness and joy celebrating life, which is unrealistic for most people because people have learned that we're not supposed to live that way. But I don't want to exactly. wake up feeling sad. <laughs> I want to wake up feeling excited and joyful and, and ready to, to just keep discovering the magic that we have here. And this is what has, you know, is being taught to people. And they, when you be, when you can actually go on a retreat and be with like-minded people and also like-frequency people, there is so much magic that happens that you, it's like, it's like being in a fairy tale, but it's reality. And it's, and you created that, you created that because of the magic of the same frequency people. And then everything is effortless. It just flows, and it's so exciting and beautiful and celebrating in every moment of, of your togetherness. So that's what we're all wanting. I think that if you gave a person a choice, do you want to live in laughs and misery and suffering, or do you want to live in joy and happiness and freedom and having just fun with each other, playing and, and creating and you know living with abundance, but living with abundance of all the magic that's here for us? That I'll take door number two. How I feel. So this is what this is what has become my reality, and this is what people around me can understand. How do you live like that? You know, and it's because how do you not live like that. How can you? Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like what? How can you not? Because you know, the more you practice, the more you play, the more you have this experience. And you know that you hold the reins to create it unless, you know, the tidal waves come along and, of course, can knock us down. But it's navigating through those moments that take us down to rise back up and be in that joy and understand that we are learning through these lessons on where we stand in ourselves truly and how we can navigate through. Yes, some things are painful and some things, you know, going through shift and change is not easy. And reprogramming is definitely not easy because it's like the new normal, I guess we can call it. But it's the new normal of your reality of what you choose to create. And I didn't understand this until I, until I started to live it in my everyday, creating my life exactly as I chose to do it, regardless of what people think. You know, it's like I work every day, but I never feel like I work. And it was funny because I was driving yesterday to see clients, and I couldn't wait to see the clients. I couldn't wait to get there. And it was the most magical day. And at the end of the day, there was a man who showed up, and he was saying in front of people, oh, my gosh, this was so much more than I ever expected. This person, like, I lived with this pain for 15 years, and it's gone. And, you know, I've had um, tennis elbow, or I've had, you know, tinnitus, and it's all gone. And so the gift of healing and all this that happens before me, it's magical. You can't explain it to people unless they go through that experience themselves. But to see somebody celebrate being pain-free after suffering for so long, and he kept telling me, when you turn 60, your body starts to fall apart. Well, I've had people in their 40s and their bodies are starting to fall apart. People even younger, their bodies starting to fall apart. And it's because they're holding on to these emotional blocks, mental blocks that keep them stuck in their pain. So it's about, it's about cleansing the layers and, and getting ourselves to rise into this frequency that there is no pain. There is no suffering. There is just pure love and fun and joy in your everyday. And this is the journey that, you know, I would love to navigate people through because it's so much fun. It's like bringing them to a, to an enchanted forest and saying, look, we have all this right in front of us. We can just play. And we can have an experience of a lifetime to bring these memories back to share it with the people. And that's what life's all about. So That is so cool. It's just, it's just such a beautiful journey. And it's so much fun to, to watch people go from this suffering and stuff smiling and celebrating and every day that is my life that every day that is my life that is what I chose as my purpose but every day 
we all had that power to choose our purpose, to, to go out there and do that for people, to watch people, you know, go from the suffering to joy because we showed up, because we all hold that beautiful right to gift that to people. And when all of us stand in that energy of want of fair and becoming the moral compass that we are to just give to other people and to spread this joy and this, you know, inspiration of our own soul light. It is so priceless. And people don't realize their value until they go out there and, and touch somebody because you showed up. And that's like, that's amazing. I teach that. And people think because they're 80 years old, their life is over. I'm like, you're still here. Why are you not living, doing what you love? Oh, my gosh. With the people. And so, you know, it turns people around. Instead of focusing on, like, they're dying, they turn around they start living. And this is what it's all about. Live in your purpose, your joy, in everything that you are, but allow your heart to lead the way. And when your heart has the cover over it, when you're emotionally closed down and you have existed through these patterns, it literally stops pleasure of of the navigation system of your moral compass to even lead the way because then you're in your mind, you're in your head, you're in your ego. And actually that blocks all the good from coming towards you. It keeps it keeps you in the safety of, well, what if I let somebody in to love them? What if I what if the love doesn't work? What if this happens? What if this happens? And so it's about avoiding it. It's about not even going there. Because it hurt it will hurt. Well love doesn't hurt. And expectation becomes a disappointment. So it's really about just letting go and allowing the people who are meant to be there with you just organically show up. And people have to do the self-work to navigate back into the moral compass aligned with their heart and having a relationship with themselves and this divine love that has been placed here for all of us. And this is where the collective is shifting to right now. So it's been, it's been a magnificent, you know, experience, even through the pain, because, boy, this whole couple years has been really painful. There's been a lot of tidal waves, a lot of things that I thought were going to happen or I put my expectations to has become somewhat of a disappointment, but it's because I put the expectation to it. And we all do that in some way. We attach to an outcome instead of just being present with your full heart. And if someone's standing there not ready to receive you or not wanting to open up emotionally, they're they're not ready on that platform with you to exchange because it doesn't always have to be, uh, uh, you know, an actual love thing. It can be just exchanging in love with people all around you, not having to be, you know, a relationship that's love, you know, intimacy love. It's more about being just in the space of love, experiencing life together and celebrating the discovery of the magic. And that's what it's all about. The whole journey is like that. Even with your romantic love, it's all about just being who you are and doing your purpose. And you can do it together. That's the best part about the journey. But I'm telling you, going away with a whole group that's on your level, wow. There were breathless moments. There were moments where you, you're like, is this really happening? You're questioning. You're questioning because it seems too good to be true, but it really is true. And that's, when we all live that's in really truth, cool. It, yeah, it's a beautiful experience. So this is what this is what people are turning to is is opening up to a beautiful experience instead of staying in their little box suffering with their programming that they've always known. It's about you know, getting out of that box and reprogramming to the truth of who they are and navigating through without feeling guilty or, you know, sad or feeling that they're disappointing the others. It's not about the others. It's about living fully in your heart. So that's a lesson. <laughs> and well, are very, you ready to... Very deep week. Are you ready to talk with Jessica? Yes, ma'am. All right. Jessica, she's all yours. 
Thank you. I could relate to a lot of what you're talking about or everything that you're talking about. So, yeah, go yes. ahead. It's been very powerful. There's So we're in this transformation time. You know, the next four months is going to be releasing this past karmic life that we all kind of have to go through in order to heighten up into this love frequency. And those, and, and I've noticed this with even like the, the ones who've really been doing the work, they're struggling as well because there's still like debris, I call it, that still has to be worked through. But when we come through this tunnel and there's this light at the end of the tunnel and you're like, oh my gosh, we just rebirthed the baby. That is where we kind of like, if, if I would put it into synchronicity of where we're standing now, we're going through the tunnel. And the tunnel is going to last about four more months. And the people who have not done the work yet, it's going to be a little bit brutal because it's even difficult at times for me. And I, I can talk the talk, but walking the walk is a whole other thing. And going through it, it's like, wow, we got to get through this without being able to see where it's taking us and just trust the process and trusting when you're in the darkness is very difficult unless you have a relationship with the divine. And you say, you know what, just show me. I trust you, just show me. And I'm ready for the bumps along the way to overcome all of it, to step in and not allowing myself to fall. And so this is what I even see for you, Jessica. It's like standing in your truth, standing in your power, holding yourself strong, even when you have the challenges and the resistance coming at you and the people who don't understand you and they want to bring you down to stay strong in your heart and say, look, I'm going to hold space. You guys all kind of have to do your work to figure it out alone without me in it because when you're in it, you become the distraction for their pain. You become the distraction for their lessons. And reprogramming yourself to be out here as the observer is not easy to do but so necessary. And I see you standing there with me like you are to stand on the sideline and just watch. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I um, – yes. Yeah, I mean, I won't go into the story because it doesn't even matter. I don't care. It was like it's done. It was a couple of days ago, <laughs> but like, um, yeah, it's done. Yeah, the um, I am just focused on my life. I say that that I trust you. I say that every single day, many times a day. I trust you. Show me. I trust you. Show me because my living situation is still um, up in the air. And same thing with work. So um, I really want to get settled in my home, and there is this um, mini house that opened up, like a cottage or whatever, on someone's big property, but it's not ready yet. Um, And it's only going to be available for four months. And it kind of dawned on me the other day, I was like, you know, I am waiting for this lady for this this guy to come in to finish hooking it up and I said why don't you don't be in that victim mode because you're waiting and you're ready to move because I'm living in a warehouse right now <laughs> I've been in some funny wow. situations I said why don't you just go bigger than that and better and you actually want a year lease and beyond not just four months in a small place um, but of course that brings up fear. What are we doing here? How are we doing it? And I'm like, just show me this is, this, this is easy. Manifestation's easy. It's natural, but I feel a little shaky, you know? Well, the word that keeps coming up for you is purpose. And purpose means doing what you love from your heart. And feel like this stagnant time for you is because you're not, you're not fully stepping into your purpose. It's, it's, you know, all the knowledge that you have received with the manifestation and the trusting and belief, you've gone through these hard times to know that everything has still been presented for you, even when you didn't know that it was going to show up, whether it's a warehouse or, or whatever it is, you were always gifted where to go next. Mm-hmm. 
Spirit's telling me purpose. And I don't know if your if your work is based around your purpose or not being elevated to your purpose, but purpose plays a big role here for you to stand and reflect on what is your purpose and to actually focus more on that right now to receive where you're to go next because you're almost focusing on where you're to go, but you're not focusing on the purpose, and that's going to be your vehicle to get there. See, there's, like, some confusion about that because I do I, – I go back and forth because I'm like, how am I even supposed to show up to go do X, Y, and Z for my purpose if I'm barely even able to, um, you know, prepare myself as far as, like, hygiene-wise and presentation physically? So I, what, is the, what am I missing here as far as the purpose? Because I push forward with it. Uh, doors will open, and then it's sort of like wait or not yet or something. So what is like the block here or the hesitation within me that needs to shift so I can fully step into that? What is the purpose that you do, first of all, in your job? Are you doing your full purpose or are you trying to do that separate? Because I almost feel like you're doing it separate than your full job. Doing anything right now, I, I I won't make any money. <laughs> okay, that's why you're just stepping your purpose. That makes sense because I don't see it in a full job. So if you go get a job somewhere, you're not going to be doing your full purpose. So your full purpose, look, you can get in front of people when you know your truth and your gifts, and you also know how to bring that forth to people where they will pay for you to be there and present yourself to help guide them on the journey. As far as, like, the hygiene goes, I mean, there's a way to, and and this is just from people I know who travel, and they literally travel on a bus. They got a membership at a, a, like, a health facility or an exercise facility, and that's how they shower every day, and it's, like, $25 a month, okay? So there's ways to do things where you can make things happen. But it's more about reflecting on your purpose because you might not have to go anywhere. You might be able to do it through a TikTok or do it through, you know, a Zoom room. There's a way to, without having to do it the way you've been programmed to do it, and that this is exactly what we're being shown is that the way we think we have to do things aren't always the way that we have to do them. Because you can literally go out I'll tell you what, when I went to Mount Shasta, it taught me so much. There was a guide who took us through meditation. He got paid for the entire day to enjoy the journey with us, doing exactly what we all love to do simultaneously with us, and we were all doing it together. But we were all doing it. And even though he was guiding to a point, we were all involved in, in the whole connection of doing it for ourselves. He just showed up. So it's like, okay, he got paid for the day, but we got, you know, the gift of just all being together doing the same thing on the mountain. So it was like, it was like a win-win for all of us, but he had fun being with all of us, but we had fun being with him and he got paid for it. So what it's showing you is what purpose do you offer the world and how can you show up? And that's what I, I sit here and reflect on, even with myself, is be the observer. Because we always think, like, well, how do we touch people? Just ask to be shown. And you will be shown, because I get shown every day. I don't even plan my days. They just show up. People call. Yeah, I've struggled I with that. Up. It's always like, how do I make money doing what's so easy for me? And I guess I'll just have to sit with that all day, but I, yeah, and like what just is your watch value? it. What is your value for you giving your time? You sit in front of people and they pay you $10, $20, $50, $100. What's your value for your time? And if you go on a Zoom room and touch somebody to, to gift to them your gift of what you can bring to the world, what is your value? You have to know that number. If you don't know that number, 
How are you supposed to receive it? Well, I have all different numbers. Uh, I, I've, I don't want to repeat the old story again, but I already did say it to you. <laughs> it's okay. So that- You're not part of the old story, though. This is what we're shifting out of is the old story, the old programming. It's about recreating yourself to be present and gifting. There's different paths. Let's say you're, you're creative, you're artistic. Well, you can hold an art class. You could have a writing class. You could do a journaling. Come to a journaling session. Learn how to connect. There's so many paths you can take to help people. We paid for somebody to guide us through meditation. Everybody we were with knew how to do meditation. We really didn't need a guide, but we had one, and it was even that much more amazing. So what I'm saying to you is, you know, people show up, and you show up to help people. When you're putting it out there to be shown and directed, you're going to get the answers. But it's about writing down all that you know to do and all the tools that you have to bring the people and opening up to not being limited to the box. Because that's what we have been conditioned to do is limit yourself to the box. You got to step out of the box, out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I see that there's like also there's anger coming up when you're like speaking all that because it's like I've done that and I've done that and I've tried it and it hasn't worked and this and that. So it's like just all stepping back and being like, look it, this is the story that you repeat over and over again that you offer yourself in a million ways, all different price points. It's never been enough to support you. And I think I have what to walk through What if you go out there and gift yourself without expecting anything in return? I do that every day, but instead I wasn't getting anything from that's the other story too. I don't get anything, you know, as I need. Then there's a block there with receiving. Yeah. And that, that is to be worked through through yourself because that's a, that's a condition you've picked up and made it apparent inside of your energy field that to receive it's frustration and a block. So you're creating more frustration than a block. That's all. You've got to know yeah. the value. And when you establish that, instead of falling into the I don't have, and you say thank you for all that I do, your whole world's going to shift. It will. It, it, it's the power of, of manifestation, the power of positivity. And, and people say, well, you can't just live on that. Well, yeah, you can. You got to step into your gift. It's kind of like when COVID happened, you know, I put a flyer up and said, okay, we're going to have a meeting in the park, social distancing, everybody bring your yoga mat. I had one person show up, okay? One person said, okay, well, one showed up. That's more than none. One, even if I just showed up, it's okay. I would have loved being in the park. Well, the next week I had 20 show up. And then I had 30 show up. And it ended up doing a month and a half of teaching that was so fun with all of us together because I just had an idea. And I started with that one person. Instead of focusing on, well, I only had one person, why go forward? I just kept showing up. I didn't even have an expectation. So I'm just showing you, like, change your mindset. Just show up. You could do something in the park. Show up. It's getting cold now. I don't know where you live, but, you know, where you, you just show up. And that's the thing. I, ha- I did just put something up for in the park because I usually do like doing events in the park. And I had, I'm in this new area. I had two people who signed up. I was really excited about going but I was going through something with the housing that was unstable and I couldn't do it. <laughs> so I had to okay, refund so them. That's, and your block. that's your block. And that's something you've got to work through. You, when you have one person, two people, you show up because when you're meant to be somewhere and two people signed up, you were meant to show up that day and you chose not to. So those are your I'll, programming. Follow your programming 
saying just I follow your program. That. They don't say that night, though. That's what, uh, but you're saying start putting the career first, forget the craziness that's going on in the living situation, and just keep choosing career rather than living situation. Well, with career, you will receive the living situation. I kept hearing do your purpose, so that's your message for you. Do your purpose. Okay. Thank you. I'll, I, okay. I, can, I, keep you. I do keep hearing that, and I'm trying to focus on that, but then I get, uh, you know, then it's like I get so off balance with the living situation, and it's like just take care of that, and it's like I can't. It's a, You're a survivor, girl, and distraction is, it has been getting in your way for a long time. Focus on your yep. purpose. Okay. Just focus okay. on it. When you make that oath that you're going to focus on purpose, you will be gifted the blessing. And you'll call me one day and say, you're right. Not that I have to be right, but usually spirit <laughs> is 100%. <right. laughs> I mean, I, look, I, learned not to, I learned to speak what I hear because I trust, I trust, I trust. And sometimes it's really hard even when I do trust because sometimes I think the outcome is supposed to be a certain way. And you don't have you don't have any control over, over other people. You can only trust that the gift is correct because it's been correct for so many, and really not incorrect. But people have the choice to change because they have free will. So just remember, you hold the reins to your life, and you navigate through, and people will show up. Because those two people will bring two people will bring two people, and you'll start to see. I thought it was great. I love that they signed up. It was just, yeah, I mean, I, I was just way overwhelmed, and it was like that was the whole thing. I was like, I think I'm going to be probably sleeping in my car that night. I ended up sleeping in my um, storage container. I slept in my storage container for a couple of days. I've been on a wild oh, adventure. You survived. you survived it, and look at it. Guess what? You still didn't meet those two people that could have brought you two more people. Get out of your own way. You're you're going through your patterns. That's all. You're just going through. You're seeing what you're seeing with clarity what you've always chose to do. And so now it's about shifting to reprogramming. Reprogramming is really hard. When you say trying, trying is a very negative word because it's like okay, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay on my diet. I'm trying to follow the rules. I'm trying. It means you're really not. But when you say, okay, I'm going to show up. And if it's one person, great. If it's two people, great. And I'm going to keep showing up. Because I did have to sleep in my container for three nights. And in order for me to shift and change, people are to show up. And they will. And if I have to sleep in there another week, I have to sleep in there another week because you, you're not changing that situation until you change to focus on purpose. Yeah, well, I got upgraded. Now I'm in an abandoned warehouse. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, just keep going because your story, listen, your story is going to touch somebody who's going, do you know there's people, and this is a, this is a true story. There is a realtor that I know here in Florida who has reached out after the post-hurricane, and there are people who have lost everything and they're living in their car, okay? Yeah. They have nowhere to go. They mm-hmm. had a house. Their house is uninhabitable. And they're having FEMA and all these people calling the realtor to say, do we have housing? Can we get people out of their cars? Can we get people off the street? Can we get people into help? Because you know, things take time to rebuild. It could be months. It could be years. There are people going through exactly that. And their shelter is their car. So you are a survivor. And you've always found a way to keep something over your head, a roof over your head. Now it's about stepping into purpose. Okay. Because your story is going to help somebody who feels that they have nothing left. See? Yeah, I'm gonna. That, I yeah. Thank you, because you brought me clarity with. Uh, I I knew it was questionable to cancel it, but I again I just felt like I really had to. But now it, it, I see it's 
I knew it was a distraction too, but now it's like, no, you choose career over everything else. Like you choose what you love over everything else. And who cares what happens that night or how out of, I just, I felt like, I really felt like I couldn't teach that night. I was not grounded at all. So it was, but again, those are excuses. So I'm going to, okay, we're going to choose different and I'm going to put up more events online and I'm going to move forward with it now. I'm ready. So um, you are your own way and believe in yourself. And it's, it's not even about, I don't even think I like when I do purpose, I don't even think of a career because it's not a career. It's my everyday purpose. This is exactly where our, you know, the divine guides need to be in front of people, helping them. And if it's just one, you change someone's life because you showed up. That's priceless. And that's all of us. That's not just me. That's not just you. That's all of us. That's the whole collective. We are here to help each other and do it from love. But when people aren't standing in that platform and they're in the ego, you're not to lower yourself to be there with them because they're just not ready. They're not ready. And it's okay. You got to keep walking. Even if it means walking alone, you got to keep going mm-hmm. because the ones that do show up, they're before you for a reason. And like people tell me, God sent me to you. God made this happen. God did this. Because people who are suffering and you show up because you did can change somebody's entire life in that instant moment. And if that's your why, then you keep going. Because your story, your story of struggle is going to help those who are in struggle. And you're, you'll start to know the, like notice synchronicity that people show up because they're in that struggle. And you know the way because you've been there yourself. See? Mm-hmm. Okay? So stay focused on your purpose. Okay. I will do that. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate it. As always, always helpful. Thank you. All right. You're welcome, my dear. Look up. I would say look Thank up. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> I, I'm excited for you because I feel like I've received similar messages um, from Elisa and others that it is time to get out from our own shadow. And it's mm-hmm. time to, it's time. It's time to let the world know how magnificent we are, not just yes. what we do, but our, our individuality. Um, and, and, you know, Elisa and I are, are both um, authors. She, her book will be coming out very soon. I'm not sure how soon because we've got some little editing work to do on that. My book's coming out hopefully this week. So, you know, one thing after another, but I never even thought about pushing my book until Elisa and I were having a session one day, and um, she said, there's somebody here who has a message for you. I'm like, what? And it was about getting myself out there. And it's hard. It's really hard to put yourself out sometimes. Yeah. Hard to I never put something together when it's been downloaded and, and 400 pages worth of downloads to make it all flow together. <laughs> but it's very powerful. <laughs> well, you know, it's oh, interesting because I never saw myself having a problem with like stepping out there and being seen, but I see, I see it now. After this conversation, I see it. It's like you use these distractions. That is what, how you're, it's not, you weren't conscious of like how you find it hard to be out there. And the thing is, is like, so I've been writing a book about this experience and along the way, a lot of people have been helping me, like a lot of the charities and stuff like that have been helping me. And it got to a point that they were basically telling me like, you better take this living situation or whatever that's being offered to you. And I'm like, no, that's not what I want. And I need to be in a house away from EMS and this and that and whatever. And spirit kept saying to me, we always have like this little joke that I'm, I'm homeless, but not desperate. <laughs> and I just keep. That's the name of your keeping. book. <laughs> I, 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 I'm homeless, but not desperate. That would be a great book. That would be a great <laughs> book. Oh, my gosh. A great title because okay. we're not yeah, seeing from desperation. 
Because they look at they look at that you are desperate. If that's your situation, you're desperate, and you should take whatever housing has been offered to you. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm going for what I want for how I want to live. Um, and they all well, sort of backfired on me. Tent. People live live. They live in a mountain on a, in a tent. I mean, you could go camping. You could just that's go from camping place to camping place to camping place. Yeah, that's how my journey started in a cabin in the woods. So yeah, it's it's getting winter now, so we can't do that right now. But thank God, it's still sunny and, and warm on days. So it, it, that, well, you could keep it to a warm climate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can make anything happen. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. you'll. I, I just feel like purpose for you is going to be your direction to get out of your own way of being in your struggle. Yeah. You just have to know who Jessica is and believe in yourself. You know the word, I have these words that I put in my house and every day where it's visible to me, I have the word believe and then spirit just told me to go get the word trust because I'm going through trust right now. Trust, 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 and trust is the hardest thing for me. I think it's hard for a lot of us because we think, well, we have to trust people. No, we're not here to trust people. We're here to trust the self, trust Mm -hmm. the process, trust all that is right here, that everything's going to work out exactly as it's meant to, regardless of what we, you know, thought or feel. Trust that it's for the highest good. That's hard. It's hard to trust. At least for me, that's one of my hardest, you know, hurdles. But we earn trust. We learn trust. And when doubt starts seeping in, that's when we lose trust. So it's staying in that positive frequency of trusting that everything's being done because it's for our highest good. And I keep telling myself that. It's for your highest good. Trust that everything's working out exactly as it's supposed to. Even when the door's shut, even when the people leave your life, even when things seem to be falling down around you, trust. So, and, and we're all going through this whole shift right now. And trusting in the darkness is really difficult because none of us know the outcome. We don't know what's at the end of the tunnel. All I know is that I'm excited and whatever is ahead it must be exciting because I feel it. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah. I feel the excitement, yeah. huge excitement too. Yeah. It's, there's so much. It's almost like we're in this little tube, and then all of a sudden we're going to be expanded into this huge universal opportunity of all is possible. And it's like, wow, how did we not see that before? Because we were so in the box. We were so connected to programming. We're so connected to conditions. It's about allowing yourself to just be free and let life take you. We were so taught to control it every step of the way in order to receive and have. And we let go and we trust the process. We are gifted beyond measure. And I know that to be true. It's just that when you're in it and the uncertainty, it's really hard to stay in trust because we don't know if the shoe's going to fall. Or if we can really trust it for our highest good. We question that because it's the unknown. And we live life like that. We have to know everything. And sometimes we're not supposed to know. We're supposed to discover the magic in every day instead of knowing how it's all going to show up. Because it would actually, it's like telling someone about the surprise when you're having a surprise party. You know, it's like, okay, just be surprised. You don't have to know how it's all going to work out. But... We always want to know. I always want to know. People come to me, they want to know. That's why they come. But at the same time, we the future's not in stone. We actually don't know what the future is, even if we see ahead or see what, what it was meant to be. Because we can change things. Everything's changing constantly. Energy changes everything. And people have free will. So what we once thought might not be, but it's okay. Because trusting that it's still going to show up exactly as it's supposed to is exactly how it's going to show up. And it's about trusting that it's for our highest good. 
and that's all we can do is stand in that space of faith and belief that, you know, even through the struggles, it's all meant for something bigger. It's something greater that's out there for us to receive, to let go and let God. And that's exactly how I'm learning to live every day. And it feels so good. It's called freedom of the soul. And you really do feel it and become it every day. And people who are in the conditioning and programming cannot understand that. How do you just do that? How do you just let go and not plan things? Because I don't plan it. I just live it. And that's really been my motto for the past several years. And I'm becoming all of it. That's what I place out into the universe. And we become what we speak, say, attract. We become all of it wherever we choose to be. You want to be in the lax? You're going to choose lax. You're going to become lax. You're going to bring that to you. You want to be in happiness and joy and love? You become exactly where you choose to stand in yourself. It doesn't matter about the people. Because the people who are on that frequency, they show up, and who are not, they fall away. And that is truth. That is so true. And the ones that show up or try to come at you who are still in the lack, well, they don't feel comfortable being in your light, so they have to pull you down into their darkness, into their fight. And when you know how to navigate above it, even if it means you're alone, it's okay. It's okay. And that was one of the hardest things for me, too, is to be okay with myself alone. Because we aren't born into this world to coexist alone. We are meant to be with people and to love and hug and smile and be exchanging in that frequency. But we are born alone. We walk alone. And we do die alone. But in it, we we meet so many beings. And for some reason, we've chosen to go to the needs that we need to fulfill, the last that we need to fulfill, instead of the knowing and the strength of all we are to become and be with those people walking there side by side with us. And that's exactly where this world's shifting to. So it's a powerful journey, and that's what I've learned for my, for my story, for my truth, is you stand alone with yourself and you stand in love with healthy boundaries, even if the others don't understand. Does that make sense to you? And going with the people. Yep. Everything you know? I'm going through, I'm sorry, I'm walking into the library right now, so I put, um, I put myself on mute. Um, I feel very um, focused right now. I need to put up some events. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. And that will help manifest after this show. You'll start getting people. You can meet them in the library. You could even meet them in the library. Well, there's, she there's um, she disconnected. I don't know if her call dropped or might have died. Yeah, it's all good. But so it's, it's okay. Show. Our shows our show has gone over our typical forty five minutes anyway. Yes, <laughs> possible day, Mayor. It's amazing, a magical day. I'm excited about it. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you. Thank you. That was a powerful lesson. It was. It's been, it's getting more and more powerful. I'm like, wow. But it's truth. All right. Well, let's go with October. You have a wonderful day, too. And let's make sure that you and I connect to finish that book. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Transformational Tuesday with Intuitive Healer, Elisa Nicole. Every Tuesday, Elisa gives many readings to callers at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Visit BeUnique.org to learn about all our episodes and podcasts. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. If you want to schedule a one-on-one visit with Elisa, text or call her at 407-432-7088. Again, that's 
432-7088. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and I am grateful that you call today. Hello. 